Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica and have a beautiful guest here today. Her name is Jen and we're going to be talking about her business, uh, working through some of the struggles and challenges that she's facing today and using her astrological birth chart to unlock some of those hidden answers. So welcome to the podcast, Jen. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. Sweet. Okay. So I know this is our first time speaking. So, and I know our listeners are probably eager to learn what it is that you do. So maybe just give us a little background about who you are, what your business is, and we'll kind of start from there. Okay. Um, well, I recently retired um, at 39, which was a little unexpected um, and was looking for something to kind of do with my time. So I recently started a food blog called Peel with Zeal. And the focus of it is um, I have celiac disease, which is very common. It just means I'm gluten intolerant, but we are on a really specific diet to help my husband manage his multiple sclerosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're on a very specific protocol that there really wasn't a lot of information out there about, um, it's called the Walls protocol. And so it's really kind of chronicling how we eat, um, to try to heal his body. Um, and kind of how we, you know, do it together, just the two of us. So. Oh my gosh, I love, well, first of all, I'm not celiac, but I am gluten-free. I'm curious to learn, do you follow the medical medium? I do not. Do not. We might want to check him out. He has a podcast also. Uh, It's on SoundCloud, but he also has an Instagram, medical medium is the handle. Um, And he talks a lot about celiac and diet and all of that. And he uses spirit to kind of uh, uh, gather some of the newer uh, solutions for some of the bigger health problems and autoimmune disorders that are out there. So anyway, this is totally off topic, but it just kind of triggered something. I wanted to share that with you. 
Awesome. I'll definitely check this out. Okay, so we've got this blog. Um, it sounds like you and your husband are doing this together, um, which is great. So you have a, a big mission and a big why behind you. So what's the big challenge that you're facing? Um, you know, it's a very kind of different um, role for me. I'm used to really large organizations and managing a lot of people, and now I'm a solopreneur. And I, um, I think I question myself a lot whether or not this is the path and, and whether or not um, people are interested in reading about kind of our life and, and, and the food we eat. Um, and so I think it's preventing me from really kind of going all in. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out how to mentally get over this hurdle um, because it, I think it is. It's definitely, I think, kind of in your head more than it is um, kind of a function of being able to be a business owner. Okay. So I think I'm pretty sure everybody who's listening to this has had this come up in their business or in their life at one time or another uh, of really feeling like, you know, is am I worthy of the spotlight for this? Can I really go out there and uh, share my story and inspire other people? And um, I, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised that we are moving in a, or we're already really in the very early stages of, of really sharing our story uh, as, a, as a means to uh, in, be inspiration to people. I think that we're in the old paradigm, <clears throat> You know, we looked to gurus and leaders and we're in this information age with the internet where literally everybody has a microphone and we're all here actually inspiring each other. We're all part of like a bigger organism. So I'm really excited that you uh, are bringing this to the forefront. I think a lot of people have that fear and I hope that your reading today really sheds the, the light and the next steps for you to push through those fears. Great. You know, awesome. it is, it's challenging and it's hard to know, um, you know, not every idea is a good idea. And so it's kind of hard to, uh, to navigate that, especially when you're first starting. Well, I mean, just, you know, before we even get into the reading, I mean, there's just so many, it's an epidemic now with this autoimmune disorders. Um, and everybody is just, you know, on this panic of, you know, what are my choices? Like there's, you know, uh, steroids and uh, pharmaceutical drugs, but, you know, a lot of people are now digging deeper. They're using the internet, trying to understand, you know, what is the diet that is going to be the right protocol for my health condition? And the more that we have people really sharing their story, we realize that there's like communities that really haven't been created yet. And I think that's what you and your husband are really starting to, are really embarking on, is really creating a community of people who are also going through similar um, auto and health disorders. So I'm really excited to do this reading for you. I think everybody needs to hear it. I think anybody who's listening to this knows somebody um, who has some type of autoimmune or multiple sclerosis or celiac or whatever it ends up being. Um, so I'm really excited. Thank you. So I'm really excited about this reading. So let's get into uh, your reading and see if we can um, shed some light on those next steps for you and your husband. Fantastic. Okay. So <clears throat> the first thing, which you probably already know that you have your sun in the sign of Pisces. Now, the three main planets in anybody's astrological birth chart is the sun, the moon, and your ascendant. And the sun and the moon are considered planets in astrology. So we're going to start the reading off by discussing these three planets. They're the most potent. Um, but I also wanted to throw in that the other potent thing that I noticed in your chart immediately, um, just at a glance, is that you have an Aquarius stellium. 
so that means that you have numerous, you have a lot of Aquarius in your chart. So while your sun is in the sign of Pisces and your moon is in the sign of Gemini and your rising is in the sign of Cancer, you've actually got more Aquarius in you than any of those signs. Did you know that? No, I did not. So I'll, I'll go into what Aquarius means in just a second here, but it's a lot different than a lot of the other signs. So you might be pleasantly surprised that you've got this little, this little secret sauce about, you know, who you are from an astrological standpoint. Okay. So your sun in Pisces. Okay. So your sun is actually how you see yourself. So it's kind of like when you go and you read your horoscope, uh, you know, you're finding the things that you really resonate with who you are, and it's in the sign of Pisces. So Pisces is a water sign. Uh, Pisces is, is the daydreamer. You know, they're really thinking about the more esoteric parts of the, of the universe. They're thinking about, you know, what happens, you know, when we die. And it, they really think about these profound um, human um, existence uh, topics, you know, whether that's, you know, how to open your third eye for more clairvoyance, if it's about attraction, is if it's about uh, spirituality, if it's about the unknown. Um, Pisces really have this keen ability um, to understand things on a very, uh, on a very spiritual level. If you think about the zodiac, so Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, and Pisces is the last sign. So what Pisces really is, is that it's a little bit of all the signs. So as you go through these 12 signs, they all are taking on a little bit of the previous sign. And in this case, you have a lot of everybody in you. So you have a lot of all that, those other signs, which makes you very dynamic. It makes you very relatable. Um, it makes you easy to relate to other people on multi-dimensionals. Do you find that to be true for yourself? Um, I don't know. So I don't ever feel like I'm a really big people person. I'm much more introverted. Um, but I do think I'm very real and I'm not, um, you know, it, it's interesting. I've worked with people, um, who are very different for me throughout my career and have really kind of forged good relationships with them. So I, I kind of guess I can kind of see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not so much like you're a Leo and you're outgoing and you just like, you know, make everybody feel, everybody feel warm and sunny. But Pisces just has this ability of, of kind of getting under the hood of the car um, and just understanding, you know, human nature on, on a more spiritual level. So just kind of keep that in mind. Um, the way that I think of uh, the sun sign when I do business astrology is it's actually your secret sauce. So as we go through the reading, just know that, you know, we're going to be sprinkling Pisces on every single thing that you do. It's not necessarily a thing we're going to lead with, but it's going to be like that little magic, you know, that little confetti that we will put on the blog, that we will put in our products, that we'll put in our newsletter, we'll put on a social media, but it's just there um, to kind of differentiate yourself. So just kind of keep that in mind as we keep going here. Okay. Okay. So we've got your moon in the sign of Gemini. So uh, the moon is your emotions. It's your soul. It's the thing that's going to keep you motivated uh, to continue with your project, with your big mission. So in this case, you've got it in the sign of Gemini. Gemini is an air sign. Um, they are ruled by the planet Mercury. They're all about communication. So when we think about the moon and we think about your inner world, we think about your emotions, uh, anytime that you run into 
let's say you run into an obstacle where you're just not feeling motivated or you're not feeling inspired to keep going or you're questioning kind of like what you're doing right now. You're questioning, is this the right path for me? So what's really happening is Gemini uh, gets to this place where, you know, on one hand, because she's the twin, right? On one hand, she's really excited and really talkative and like thinks it ha she has the whole plan figured out. And then the other part of her, the twin, is like, well, I'm not quite sure. Like, have I thought this through enough? Like, so she, she's kind of her own worst enemy. So I want you to remember that because you have the moon in Gemini, that those are going to be just natural, um, natural feelings for Gemini. She's always going to want to intellectualize everything. She's literally going to make sure that she's thought through the whole plan um, before she ever gets started. So there is a little bit of like perfectionism that happens with Gemini. Um, also, she tends to sometimes start projects, not finish them. Um, she's like I said, she's got this twin that you're laughing. I'm, I'm assuming you're uh, agreeing here. Yes. Okay. Yes. So but the thing is about Gemini is that when she's excited, she gets the whole room excited. But when she's unsure and she's having that self-doubt, then she kind, of, uh, she kind of withholds and starts a different project. So I want you to be aware that anytime you're like, well, maybe this isn't it. And then the next day it's like, but it is it, you know, that it's just a natural part of you um, that is looking for, um, it is looking for self-care. So we want to make sure that your emotions stay in a stable environment so that you continue to move on this path to bringing your higher calling to life. So Gemini would really benefit from journaling. Anything that has to do with like intellectualizing things like reading books or writing in a journal or meditating um, or talking to a friend, um, those would talking to your husband, talking things through, that's going to help any of that self-doubt that Gemini um, the Gemini moon represents, it's going to help her work through the kinks. So just kind of keep that in mind. Anytime you're like worrying, it's going to like right now, we're having a conversation, kind of working out the kinks. That would absolutely uh, satisfy the, the moon Gemini, Gemini moon. Okay. 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 Now you've got your rising sign and the sign of cancer. So this is really interesting because this is actually how other people see you. So this is probably one of the most important um, aspects when we're talking about uh, your kismic client, so the people that you're actually here, like born to serve, like you came to this planet with a mission, um, and the people that are naturally going to gravitate to you, um, they're seeing you as this, as a cancer. They're not seeing you as Aquarius, which you have Aquarius stellium, which I'll talk about in a minute. Uh, and they're, they're not seeing you as Pisces. They are seeing you as cancer. So cancer is a water sign and they are the mother of the Zodiac. So they're the ones that are like, making people feel nurtured. They are, you know, inviting them over to dinner or to be part of their community. Um, they are really there to help and serve others. So when you think of, when you see it like that, what you really want to start um, recognizing is that the more that you step into the mama bear role, the more your kismet client is going to gravitate towards you because they already see you as that person. So they're almost like waiting for you to step into a bigger mama bear role. So wherever you're kind of like holding back, uh, you know, maybe crawling in your crab shell, like your kismet client wants you to come out of the crab shell, create a community for them so that they can be belong to it. They can belong to it. Interesting. Okay. 
Okay, so you've got your, so let's talk about the Aquarius stellium before I go into uh, talking about Saturn. Okay, so Aquarius stellium. Okay, so Aquarius, uh, this is like, you have so much Aquarius. Um, this is the 11th sign of the zodiac. So again, like Pisces, they've taken on a lot of all of the other signs. But I find Aquarius really fascinating. I actually don't see Aquarius stelliums very often when I'm doing these readings. Um, but they're, okay, so Aquarius is like, She's like the girl in high school who has like the purple hair and like the nose ring. She <laughs> likes to challenge the status quo. <laughs> she wants to shake up the norm. She wants to do things her way and nobody's going to get in her way of doing that. And nothing's going to stop her. She is a pioneer in her own birthright. Do you find this to be true for yourself? Um, yeah, I absolutely do. Um, it's certainly been, you know, in my more traditional career was absolutely me. Um, and that's very interesting because I feel like I've gotten away from that. Now I'm very much like, oh, this is what food bloggers do as opposed to mm. what I do. That's so interesting. Okay. So I think that's where we can maybe, you know, have our first breakthrough here. It's like Aquarius is never going to stay motivated if she puts herself in a box. So whatever those other food bloggers are doing, Aquarius is now saying, hello, Jen, let's do the opposite. Let's make it like no other food blog they've ever seen before. And that's where we can even sprinkle on that secret sauce, which is your son, your Pisces son, and kind of sprinkle on some of that spiritual component. Sprinkle on a little bit more of the woo-woo or the esoteric or um, getting those, getting those ju creative juices flowing in order to connect people more to their emotional state towards healing, towards seeing food as a spiritual healing um, tool. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I have to think about this. Okay, so keeping in mind, we've got to have this, in order to satisfy the Aquarius stellium, there's going to have to be a little bit of uh, rebelliousness. There's got to be something that is going to get, get her like rocks off. Like she wants to like start this blog, but she's looking at what everybody else is doing. But just put on, you know, it's like, just maybe it's a tagline that's totally avant-garde, or maybe it's a uh, Maybe it's the, you know, the way that you blog or the voice, you know, this Gemini, uh, how, they, how they talk. Maybe it's the way that maybe the, your writing style has a more like, you know, individual uh, tone to it. So there's just things that doesn't have to be so different, but just like those little things that really let Aquarius uh, show her true colors. That's going to be really important for you. Okay. <clears throat> Now, Saturn, this is about money, okay? So Saturn is the father figure of the Zodiac, and he's basically the disciplinarian. And so he's basically the guy that's like, okay, Jen, like, you're going to start this blog, but do you have a plan? Do you have structure? Do you have a routine? Do you know how you're going to market it? Like, where's the money? How, how is this thing going to make money? Because there's no point to putting something up and creating a business out of it if we actually don't have a game plan to really monetize it. So in this case, he's got it in the sign of Leo, which I personally think, I think I have my Saturn in Leo, um, is a very harmonious um, uh, planetary aspect. Because 
Leo is a natural leader. It is, he is a, a natural creative entrepreneur. He is highly organized. He he's ruled by the sun. So he's literally showering people with the sunlight, with the warmth. So if you think about this blog, you think about this higher calling that you and your husband are doing together and you're thinking about, okay, what's the plan? So Leo is like, well, I need to be in the spotlight. I need to have a voice here because I'm the one that's going to bring them to us, right? I'm going to shed my sunlight in order to bring the warmth to these people who are having these health conditions. Because Leo is great at entertaining and being charming and, um, and making people feel special. You know, it's not necessarily like you got to go do all these speaking engagements and be the life of the party. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about when people visit your space, right? This community, this blog, they're getting a taste of Leo. They're getting a taste of like, wow, this, I feel really special when I'm reading this blog. I feel really special when I purchase their books. I feel like they understand me. I, I feel like it's organized so that when I, when I do the plan that they suggest, I feel like it's easy for me to do that. So Saturn comes in and is like, okay, great, Leo. Well, let's take that organization. Let's take that creativity. Let's take that warm sunlight and let's make sure that there's a plan behind it. So for instance, say you put together like a blogging content uh, marketing plan or a content uh, blogging strategy where like every three days or whatever, you put up a new recipe. So I'm just totally making this up. I have no idea what's <laughs> on your blog. So let's say that you put up like a recipe and remember, we're going to use the language perhaps with a query. So maybe there's a little rebelliousness, like what's going on, girl? Like, let's, let's talk here. Like something where it's like, you're going to show your personality and then Leo's very organized. Okay. So step number one, you're going to buy your organic vegetables at the farmer's market. And step number two, you're going to make sure that you have, you know, non-toxic, you know, Tupperware and cooking utensils and all this stuff. So you're, you're giving them this organized plan. And then at the end, you want to sprinkle on some of that Pisces, some of that spirituality, some of that, some of that woo woo stuff that gets them um, really thinking about their emotional state. So you're really that your game plan is really to connect the dots of this mind, body, spirit, mind, body, spirit experience while leading them to the offer. Because Saturn will not be satisfied if you put up a blog three times a week or whatever, and you don't go and try to sell them something afterwards. So he wants to make sure if you're going to spend all this time putting together this blog, then you better have something to sell after they read the blog. So that's where the strategy comes into play, that you make sure that just because, yes, you could sell advertisements and you're trying to build traffic and, you know, you're trying to monetize your blog in many different ways. One of the easiest ways that Saturn's going to recommend is that you actually have something to sell immediately, like an info product. It could be a book. It could be an e-course. It could be, um, you know, come and check out my podcast, learn about whatever products um, that you have on your roster, even if it's just one signature virtual workshop, something that makes writing that blog monetizable. Yeah, that's definitely, um, I think it kind of goes back to 
there are the very traditional ways that food bloggers monetize um, and kind of been racking my brain about if I'm going to do this, um, what are some, what's the next kind of new thing that's out there that I can kind of create that's not common among yes. food blogs. So that's really, I've been kind of brainstorming and I haven't kind of nailed down that one thing where I'm going, all right, that's interesting and, it, and it's different. I love it. So that's the right questions to start asking yourself is what could that thing be? Because if you make it different, that's going to satisfy Aquarius. If you sprinkle your secret sauce of like that spirituality or that emotional component with Pisces, now you're taking food to a much different level. You're making it, you're it, you're making it cool because that's what Aquarius is. She's cool. Uh, you're making it spiritual and emotionally charged. That's Pisces. And you're going to make it something that you charge for, which is Saturn. So there's, we're already starting to see, you know, what potentially could this be? Is it a signature virtual workshop? You know, is it an e-course? Is it a book? So we'll kind of, let's just continue with the reading and see if we can unlock what that product is. Okay. Okay. So now you've got your, you've got your North node in the sign of Libra and your South node in the sign of Aries. Okay. So they, they work together. There's the polar opposites of each other. So when you have... <laughs> an Aries Libra node, uh, what that means is that your life path has to do with balancing being the solo star of the movie and the best supporting actress. So in this case, you've got your South node in the sign of Aries. Aries is all about being the solo star. So she's really about that big idea um, she is charismatic. Uh, she's basically the one that's lighting the fire. She's really fueling the fire of getting, of getting the picture out there, if you will. And then your North node is your challenge. Okay. So this is probably where we can start thinking about what that product could be. So your challenge here. It uh, has to do with Libra, and Libra is ruled by the planet Venus. She is the god, uh, the planet of love and beauty. Um, she wants to be, um, how do you say? She wants to, she wants things to appeal to all of her senses. She wants it to smell good. She wants it to look good. She wants it to feel good. She wants it to open up her psychic ability. She wants to use all of the six senses in order to, um, truly feel satisfied. So when you're thinking about what this product could be that you're selling, it's great because on one hand, you have this natural ability um, to come up with big ideas. That's Aries. But your challenge is, well, how do I make that big idea not shallow, but actually dynamic? That's Libra's job. She's going to make it dynamic. Not, does, not only does she want it to be visually beautiful, but it needs to satisfy her soul. So there's got to be that yin and yang. There's got to be that inner and outer beauty component to the product. So that's where this, you know, this potential product that you're thinking of, it's, it's probably also going to include partnership. So it's interesting, this partnership obviously could be with your husband, but it could also be other collaborative people. So for instance, what if you took all those food bloggers that you're currently researching and somehow brought them into your product? You know, for instance, an example of this would be, I don't know if you've ever heard of like a telesummit. Have you heard of that before? 
No, I haven't. Okay, so this is just an, one idea, but just as an example of how you bring in collaborative efforts. Okay, so say you made a list of all these food bloggers. Uh, maybe they're more than food bloggers. There's fashion bloggers. Maybe it's just bloggers, and you find your favorite ones, and you put together this, you know, this virtual summit. You know, sometimes it's you know in person it would be called a conference, but when you do it online, there's basically like an interview series where you're interviewing these bloggers, and maybe they're each giving them, you know, maybe they're all of them are giving them their five best, you know, um, health secrets. And then you take all of those people and you create a summit. You know, you put their, their photo up there, you interview them all, and then you wrap up those interviews. Maybe let's say there's 10 of them and you wrap them up and you turn them into an info product. Hmm. Interesting. So now you're bringing in all, you know, you're really appealing to all the six senses because maybe you find somebody who talks about, you know, spirituality and you talk to another person who talks about, you know, um, the best supplements and then the next person. So you're kind of getting this widespread, but you're also creating um, joint venture partners. You're creating this, this product that promotes their blog because you're interviewing them, but it monetizes your blog and it gets those collaborations that gets them to promote your blog for you. Yeah, definitely. I can see kind of how that would work. I think it's really interesting with having MS and that it's, I think just like other chronic illnesses when you don't look sick, there isn't as, you know, there's a community, um, but it is, um, how do I, I don't, I just, I don't know how to kind of verbalize it, but it's not um, the kind of community I see with like other bloggers or other, you know, other kind yeah. of niches. Uh, it's a, it's very specific because there is a stigma attached to it. So I think that there's definitely something kind of around that that would be very interesting to my readers. You know, and it just made me think of, have you seen that documentary Heal? I have not. Well, it's a newer documentary, um, but you might want to check it out. But it's, it's kind of like, you know, I'm saying Telesummit, but when I think about documentaries, they're always like, they always have like a bunch of experts that are like talking in the documentary. So it's kind of like that, where you find the red thread, the common thread between all the bloggers, and then you create this, you know, virtual documentary or whatever you want to call it, a telesummit or virtual conference or whatever, and they all are coming together for a specific movement, you know, whether it is autoimmune disorders. And you could do this for many categories. You could do it just for MS. You could do it just for autoimmune disorders. You could do it just for, you know, um, healing the body. Um, it just depends on what that, you know, and I, of course, Aquarius is going to want to put its, you know, weird spin on it. So have fun with it. Uh, but that's going to be your challenge is bringing in other people instead of just thinking you have to do it alone. Libra's challenge to you is bring in those collaborative partners, make sure that it appeals to all the senses, and then it works with the inner and the outer because Libra definitely wants things to be visually appealing, but then she also wants it to feel good. She really wants to... Um, she just wants the whole gamut of, of, of appeal. Okay. Okay. So that's the challenge that may potentially could, could use that towards, um, uh, creating that product. Okay. So then let's talk about, uh, let's talk about the 12th house. Okay. So this is where, uh, I usually say this is like kind of like the best for last or whatever. Um, but this is like the... 
Your 12th house has to do with your karmic debt. Sorry. Has to do with, that's okay. Um, it has to do with your subconscious mind. It has to do with your limiting beliefs. It has to do with what you, you know, what you came to this planet to work through. And uh, when I do business astrology, I truly believe that the, one of the greatest ways that we work through our karmic debts in this lifetime is that we are of service to other people. So in this case, I refer to these people as kismet clients. Um, it's a term that I came up with that really identifies the type of person that you're meant to serve. And that person that you're meant to serve, whether it's male or female, is just like you. They're just like you three years ago. So when you're putting together this blog and you're thinking about who are these readers, the readers are you. You know, what were you Googling three years ago? What was your husband Googling three years ago? What books were you reading? What movies were you watching? Um, you know, what, what foods were you eating? Like all those things. And I want you to just kind of like hang on to that, that, that visual for a second and know that you've got your 12th house ruled by Gemini. So we've got another air sign here. We've got We've got Gemini, who's her own worst enemy. She gets in her own way, right? She's so educated and she's so, she's just so in her crown chakra, right? She's so cognitive. She's so, she's so intelligent. She, that's why she's always up in her brain, right? She's always up in that part of her body, but it doesn't mean that she's connected to the rest of her body. So when you're thinking about the type of person that you're here to serve, when you go to write that blog post or create that recipe or talk about MS or whatever, if you intellectualize it, you're going to grab her because you're meeting her where she is. You're meeting her in like, she's so stuck in her head, which is probably why she can't heal these parts of her life. So if you meet her where she is, and this is where like, you know, search engine optimization comes into play. Like what are the titles of your blog posts? And if you think about Gemini, she wants to read things that are smart. So when you write blog post titles, instead of making them like, you know, you know, whatever, how to, how to cure MS in three easy steps or whatever, what you really want to do is what the, like, let me tell you the background, like the scientific studies around MS. Then you've got Gemini, go, her, her ears are perking up because you're stimulating the part of her brain that she loves to stimulate, which is her intellect. Okay. So, <clears throat> so your kismet client, you know, she's her own worst enemy. Um, she's highly educated. She did, she's going to be difficult. Um, and that's why it's really important when I said like sprinkle your secret sauce of, of Pisces on there, you sprinkle it on because Gemini, she's not necessarily someone that's going to, uh, resonate quickly or warm up to, you know, anything that's too esoteric too quickly. So it's kind of like you want to save, and that's where I really feel like your collaborative product is going to like blow her mind, but you want to like lean into it. You're not going to be full blown into it. Um, you're going to warm her up. So we're really going to meet her where she's at. We're going to, you know, stimulate her brain. We're going to give her some organized tips. We're going to do it in a way that's fun and, and playful and avant-garde, just like Aquarius. But then when we go to offer that, offer that product, that thing that we're going to sell, that's going to make Saturn and Leo happy, 
now's our chance to sprinkle on some of that Piscean sun that you have. Um, bringing in guest experts that are really going to uh, not only show her the scientific proof, you know, maybe it's about quantum physics or whatever, um, and she's going to start getting her mind blown. And that's where she's going to, you're going to basically take her from where she is now to where she wants to go on her healing journey. Awesome. Okay. This is giving me so much to think about and kind of, it's really providing some great insight and some, you know, where I've been getting stuck and, um, you know, things that I've been experiencing, but I don't necessarily have a way to kind of, kind of pinpoint exactly what's kind of causing it. Um, mm -hmm. It's all very interesting. It's a different way to look at business. I think, you know, with these sessions, everybody has their own unique um, breakthroughs and what really resonates to them. And uh, it is a lot to take in, especially if you've never used astrology um, in your business. This is just a very uh, unique way of getting to know, you know, what your mission is and how to monetize it and who's going to buy this stuff and who's going to be the person that you're really here to serve. And, uh, you know, when we look at the planets, everybody's makeup is so different. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that this, uh, that this reading has provided you value, but my, my real main goal here, just because I am ruled by Saturn, uh, I'm Capricorn, actually today's my birthday. Um, but I want to make sure you know, I can't let you leave without you having a plan. So I want to make sure that you have, you know, even if it's just the next couple steps that you're maybe going to try out this weekend or during the holiday, or at least in the next 30 days that you have something that you're going to start working towards. Great. So, you know, one of the things I've been thinking about is um, this walls protocol that we follow for my husband's MS. It, it's complicated and there's a lot of steps. Um, one of the interesting things about it is, is that the chances of you being kind of successful and sticking to it really depend on everybody else who lives in your house mm. doing it. Um, um, so the choice to kind of cheat or make changes to the diet aren't there if everybody's kind of doing it together. So, um, but taking it on all at one time seems to where people seem to get stuck is um, trying to do it all at once. And so I've been kind of contemplating um, kind of like an ebook um, or kind of some sort of online workshop about how to kind of adopt this lifestyle, but do it over the course of say 12 weeks um, where you're kind of adding something and eliminating something every week mm. uh, to allow you to kind of step into it in, a, I think, a more manageable way. Because there's, I mean, the doctor who created this, she's written some wonderful books, um, Dr. Terry Walls, but they're, they're intense and it's a commitment to read it. And sometimes I think people get a little overwhelmed. Um, well, I so it's just something. <clears throat> I think you really have, you know, nailed a niche there. You know, there's no rush to the finish line because if you don't stick with the plan, it's not going to work. So why rush into something just to set yourself up for failure? I think that's a, that's a very intellectual way to stimulate your kismet client is like, look, let's, let's intellectualize this for a second. I could give you the whole plan today, but will you follow through with it? No, that's why we've got to take these baby steps. Yeah. So that's kind of, yeah, I've been kind of thinking about that. And I think it's different from when you look at most food bloggers and they do an ebook and it's usually just recipes or um, something along those lines. So I've been 
kind of toying, toying with it, um, whether or not that's something I need to start working on. Well, even if it ends up being a, a, an ebook, it's not going to be written in the way that they've done it. Just because Aquarius, first of all, is not going to allow for it because she's going to be like, no, we got to like make it different. You know, we got to make it uh, more digestible or more, um, we've got to look through like, what did they leave out that I need to add in? Uh, and I think that's where, you know, I think that's where you're going to have some fun with it, knowing that, you know, you're, you're going to make a difference in a lot of people's lives, but you're meeting them where they're at. And, um, and it doesn't, and it seems less overwhelming. I think that, you know, maybe meditate on that of just like, you know, how do I make it less overwhelming for my kismet client? Because there's a lot of information out there. And when you're overwhelmed, that just adds more stress to the problem. Definitely. Okay, so the game plan for you is it sounds like you're kind of toying with uh, what this product could be, if it's an ebook, if it's a, a, a workshop of some sort. So um, what does that look for you? Are you going to do some brainstorming with your husband? Um, what do you think that next step is? Do you have the blog up? I do. I, I launched it um, a couple weeks ago, and I've been kind of quietly – kind of adding to it um, and just kind of announced to my friends actually this morning that, hey, look what I did. I actually, <laughs> it's here, it's live. Um, and so I think kind of in the next kind of, you know, 30 to 60 days um, is kind of maybe writing some blog posts um, and seeing what kind of reaction they get. And if it's, you know, some blog posts about how to kind of adopt this and be successful, um, just kind of really high level kind of a, a taste of, of what I was thinking for this product um, and seeing kind of basically kind of doing a test case and see, seeing what kind of response um, I'm getting from people and whether or not it's, it's driving traffic and it's helpful and I'm getting engagement um, before kind of going all in. Well, one thing you could look at as far as metrics are concerned as you're writing the blog post is really seeing, you know, what, which one to two blog posts are the most popular, and then just turn that into a course, turn that into a book, turn that whole blog post into a, a virtual workshop. Because then you know they already resonate with that topic. Exactly, so trying to get something right now, everything I've done has just been kind of recipes that are compliant, um, and I've been kind of working on some non-recipe posts, so. Great. To, to see what sparks people's attention. Well, great. I think that you're in the phase of, um, of research and development. And with that research will come, you know, what that next product is going to, what that paid product is going to be. And uh, I think in the meantime, it's like build your community. Because remember, they already see you as the mama bear. So right now, whether you've got a Facebook group or maybe you have them following you on Instagram, um, just start navigating and facilitating and being the mama bear of a community um, and build your mailing list. You know, even if it's like, you know, like join my newsletter until I have something free to offer, just start getting people in your community and, and corresponding with them via email. Uh, until you have that product for sale and, and don't neglect that. Uh, the sooner, you know, I think the number one mistake that I see my clients make is they think that they have to have the website up and they have to have all this, they have to have a product to sell before they'll actually start communicating with their audience. But it's actually the opposite. You actually need the community first 
and then you can launch the website and then you can launch the product. It's really about facilitating and bringing uh, value to people's lives and building that trust factor. Now, then you've got a very strong foundation for building a business and monetizing it. Great. Thank you. Awesome. Well, um, is there any final questions before I let you go today? No, I just, this was extremely um, insightful and definitely kind of, I don't know, gets me on a path of really evaluating why um, and how I can kind of harness some, some of the energy that's out there into my business. So fantastic. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the Rising Star Project. And I know our listeners are probably very eager to check out your blog. So would you mind giving us the URL for your blog? It is peelwithzeal.com and um, same on Instagram, peelwithzeal. And so P-E-E-L? P-E, I can't talk today, (laughs) P-E-E-L with zeal, Z-E-A-L. Okay, perfect. Well, thanks again. And um, I wish you so much success and, you know, healing um, prosperity and and goodness for your husband as well. And I'm just, I'm so glad that we're connected. And thank you, Instagram, for connecting us. Yay to social media. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Thanks so much. Are you starting a blog? Do you fear that your blog won't stand out against all the thousands of other bloggers who started before you? Like Jen, she started a blog but felt there was still something missing. She wanted to stand out, but she also wanted to make sure she was staying true to who she really is. And at the core, her Aquarius stellium was yearning to be heard. After digging deeper into her business, we discovered collaboration was her biggest challenge to fulfilling her destiny. But it turns out, collaborating would be the way to her financial future. And thanks to Saturn, who is always reminding us to keep our eye on the prize. If you want to start a blog or have one or are feeling like it's a little too noisy in the blogging world, I encourage you to embrace your inner rebel and create products that utilize your competitors' resources by bringing them into the fun. You just might make new friends and come to realize that you are all rooting for the same team. So team up and stand out together as a community. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon. 